Hello, this is Christina Pop, and you are listening to Thrive with Christina Pop podcast. In order for you to live a thriving life, it is essential to fully step into your power and incorporate all the aspects of your life. In this podcast, I will show you how to use your mind, reconnect with your body and with your energy, and how to follow your soul's deepest desires to create a thriving life that feels really good. Let's get started. Welcome to this new episode, episode 21. I'm super excited about this episode today because we are continuing our series on emotions and we will talk about the emotions we experience as mothers. And I know that not all of you are mothers, so I have created this episode in a way I think it will be super useful for you even if you are not a mother. And you can listen to it having in mind maybe your own mother or a friend, a sister that is already a mother. And I want to start by sharing my own experience when I became a mother I went through what many mothers do, a roller coaster of emotions. And I went from extreme joy to intense frustration in just a couple of seconds and for pure bliss to overwhelm and loneliness. And what is interesting I found in motherhood, as actually in our lives in general, is that we all go through a roller coaster of emotions. Some emotions tend to be completely accepted and even never questioned and others are more of taboo or even rejected. It seems to me that is widely accepted that his mother should feel overwhelmed and busy and it's actually there's like there's nothing you could do about it. That's that idea I I hear very often. But it's not okay for a mother to feel things like anger or frustration. And when we do that, when we take it for like there is no question that mothers should feel overwhelmed and they shouldn't feel angry and frustrated, I believe that's kind of a lose-lose mindset and we lose twice. First of all, by not questioning the normality of the world well, we do not put systems in place to help mothers to stop feeling overwhelmed. We don't do it, in my view, we don't do it as a society, at a systemic level, but at a personal level either. Because for me, for a long time, and for many of my clients that come to me, we're thinking that overwhelm is just part of motherhood and there's nothing you can do about it. It's just how it is. It's like the weather outside. But it's not. There is much we can do to stop feeling overwhelmed at a systemic level, in communities, and also at a personal level. And this is the work I do with my clients in coaching. And I will have a whole series on overwhelm and um, our relationship with time and energy. But today I also want, and especially I want to talk about the number two reason 
why I think we we lose lose in the in this um, situation where we don't question overwhelm as being the the norm and emotions like um, sadness and anger and frustration as as being also part of the journey is that so the number two reason is that when we don't accept anger and frustration and loneliness and grief and we we these negative emotions what we call negative when we don't accept it as part of the motherhood as part of our lives in general we try to get rid of them to close them behind the door except that they will always be there behind the door knocking louder and louder can you hear me when are you going to do something about me Life is 50-50 and motherhood is 50-50. 50% of pleasant emotions in the body, like joy, happiness, bliss, and 50% of unpleasant emotions in the body, like frustration, anger, loneliness, and grief. And when we don't accept that, here is what happens. And I know this firsthand, and I that's what you know, happened to me, and you probably can relate it to it too. When we don't accept the 50-50 of life, of the 50-50 of motherhood, we try to suppress the quote-unquote negative emotions. We try to get rid of the frustration. We try to get rid of the loneliness, of the sadness, of the grief, maybe for the life we had before. And then we try to distract ourselves to do anything we can do so just we don't feel the uncomfortable emotion. It actually makes sense when you think about it, why we we want to do that. Because if you don't feel frustrated, if you don't feel sad, then you can be the forever joyful mother depicted on social media. And that sounds like a good idea, right? Except it's not. Trying to suppress this emotion is not possible anyway. And they are part of the 50-50 of life. And I talk about that in episode um, 17. And I talk about how our life is not supposed to be 100% happiness all the time. And motherhood either. It's not supposed to be 100% rainbows and daisies all the time. And trying to suppress our emotions only create disconnection from ourselves and brings us into the trap of toxic positivity. I have talked about that on on the whole episode 17 that is called Negative Emotions and Toxic Positivity. And if you haven't listened to it, maybe you want to pause this episode and listen to episode 17 first because it really gives you the fundamentals of emotions. And if you are telling yourself, okay, I see it's not a good idea to try to avoid my unpleasant emotions, but what can I do instead? Listen to episode 19, You Can Feel Any Emotion, where I give you a very powerful tool, how to feel any emotion. So episode 17 and 18, and the links will be in the notes of this episode. The second thing that happens when we don't accept that motherhood is 50-50 is that we feel an emotion, let's say it's frustration, and then we feel bad about being frustrated. We feel bad about this quote-unquote negative emotion. So that might look like maybe you feel frustrated when your 
The child refuses to put on a jacket when it's two degrees outside and it's time to go to kindergarten or to school and you are late for a meeting and they just don't want to get dressed. Yeah, you might get frustrated in that situation. You might raise your voice or yell or pressure them or you might try to stay really calm but inside you are like a volcano with all the frustration rising internally. And after that, then you will feel maybe shame and guilt about getting angry. You are mad with yourself for reacting in this situation, for raising your voice, for yelling, for getting frustrated. And this adds extra layers of negative emotions, of unpleasant emotions in the body. And this happens to many mothers. Yeah? You think by judging and shaming yourself, you will avoid getting angry next time. But shame and blame never work, as you probably know. Already, when someone already tried to shame and blame you, it just doesn't work. It builds resentment and disconnection from that person. So when you do that to yourself, it does the same thing. It creates resentment and disconnection from yourself. It adds layers of unpleasant emotions. And the next time, then it becomes even easier to lose it and, and yell or raise your voice. It's a downward spiral. The third thing that happened is that when we don't accept the 50-50 of motherhood, we get very invested in trying to take action to change the circumstances. We try to control our partners because if they could only just put the kids' clothes exactly where they are supposed to go, then we don't need to feel the frustration or we feel less frustration. And so, yeah, we try to control our kids to so that they can sleep, eat, and not fight with each other, so that we can feel better. We try to control everything around us. And actually, when we think about it, this is what 99% of the books I have found on parenting and I have read on parenting, that's what they will try to teach you to do. How to get your child do something. Sleep through the night, for example. How to discipline your child. How to parent your child. How to make your child get dressed on time and put their toys away. And if you're like, yep, that's me. I read all the books. Yeah, that was me too. I had shelves and shelves of parenting books at home. I read them all and they did gave me interesting perspectives. And there was also a lot of what you should do and how to fix yourself and how to fix your child. Actually, the books are interesting um, when they, because they give you new perspectives, but they are focusing on actions. And we know that actions don't create results. I had a um, previous episode on that. Actions don't create results. What really creates our results is how we think and feel. You probably know that because I know for me, I applied every book and still got the same result in my life because actions don't create results. We need to go at the root of the challenge we are facing. And this is the work we need to do on thoughts and feelings and regulating our nervous system before we move into action. We need the action, but first we need to work on thoughts and feelings and regulate our nervous system. That gets sometimes very triggered in these situations. And there are two books that I have kept in my office. And 
the only books that actually didn't tell me what I should do and how to do it. And I will share it with you in the notes of the episode. The first is called What Mothers Do, Especially When It Looks Like Nothing by Naomi Stadlin. And the second book is Everyday Blessings and it's written by a couple, Maya and John Kabat-Singh. And I will put the names of the books in the notes of the episode. So we talk about what happens when we don't accept our negative quote-unquote negative emotions. We try to suppress them and that is anyway impossible. We shame and blame ourselves and then we, we feel guilty and we add extra layers of more unpleasant emotions. And the third thing that happens is that we become very invested in trying to change the circumstances, trying to control everything and everyone Uh, and including ourselves, so that we don't feel the negative emotion. So, what's the solution? First of all, I believe we need to normalize all the emotions that come with motherhood and be willing to hold space for mothers so that all mothers can feel safe to share how they truly feel. And you can do this by simple things like avoiding to say to a mother things like it's not that bad when when someone shares with you that you know it's really hard right now and they are feeling all all these emotions instead of telling them all you know it's not that bad enjoy it now because they grow so fast Although it is true, <laughs> at least in my, in my experience, that children, I feel like my children grow so fast. When you are in the, in the thick of it, I think this is the last thing you want to hear. Because in motherhood, years are short, but days are long. That's to paraphrase Gretchen Robin. I feel like years are short and days are long. And instead of trying to make a mother feel better, by telling them, well, you know, focus on the positive. You have all these things that are amazing. Although that's true, we can also make space for just letting someone create a safe place for someone to just full, fully feel all their human emotions, to express their feelings. Yeah. So first of all, we can create, we can be that space for someone where they can express their emotions as a mother and as humans in general. The second solution I want to offer is that we, and we can do it at a systemic level, is to create support for mothers, to change the working environment, to change our mindset as um, entrepreneurs uh, that, you know, or, or as, as um, working women, that a woman needs to do it all, to be everything. And that can actually be a topic for a whole series of episodes, not only in the working environments, but also for stay-at-home mothers, that even when we stay at home, we don't need to be all to do it all, alone especially. And as an, as an individual level, what can we do? We can actually ask different questions instead of questions like, when do you get go back to work and uh Are you not, um, you know, bored to be at home all day long? We can try 
open the questions a little bit and ask questions like, how do you feel? What do you need in order to balance all the things you are doing in your life? Instead of asking um, a woman, do you work? We can assume that stay-at-home mothers or mothers in general, it's already a full-time job. And we can ask open-ended questions like, how are you dealing with everything you have in your life, everything you have on your plate right now? This might sound like little things, but they can make a huge difference in someone else's life. I guarantee you that. And the third solution I see is to learn the tools of allowing the emotion. And this is a tool I have shared with you on episode 19, You Can Feel Any Emotion. It takes only a couple of minutes and it's about letting yourself feel an emotion, any emotion, really feeling it in your body instead of trying to push it away or reacting to it. And you can do that on purpose. You get and so that you can get used to allowing your emotion. And in the next episode, you will hear it from my client, Louise, who talks about how I gave her the homework to feel the frustration on purpose before arriving home. And she will share how this helped her to be in a situation when one of her children was having a tantrum and she was able to calmly navigate the meltdown. And so Louise will tell us next week what happened when she did that. So come back next week and listen to this episode. It's episode 22. And so you will hear about the huge impact this tool had her in her own life, feeling all the emotions, feeling any emotion. And this is the work I do with my clients and it's absolutely transformational. And it has been for me too. So learning how to feel our emotions, learning how to manage them, and i not saying control them, not controlling them, but allowing them, this is one of the very important key in motherhood. I know this from my own experience and also with my clients. It's absolutely amazing is that when we learn how to accept, when we learn that we can feel any emotion, we can also hold space for our children so that they can feel their emotions. Life is not supposed to always be happy and our children are not supposed to always be happy. As much as as a mother and as a parent, we want them to, I think any parent wants that for their children, right? We say, oh, I don't care what they choose to do in their lives. I just want them to be happy. Yes, we want that for them. And there will be times when they are going to feel sad and angry and frustrated and scared. As I'm just recording um, this episode, actually, it's um, it's um holiday today and my children are home and I can hear my younger one (laughs) crying in the background. So yeah, children are supposed to feel all the emotions of the spectrum too. Life is supposed to be 50-50 for them too. And when we truly, when we love someone very deeply as we love our children, we want happiness for them. We want to see them happy and joyful and thrilled And if you are anything like me, I can feel the pain right now in my heart where (laughs) I'm hearing my child crying. I know his dad is with with him and he's okay, but I do feel that pain. And 
yeah, I can, we can literally feel the pain in our body when our children are sad or, uh, you know, when they are frustrated. And our first tendency will be to make it better for them, to cheer them up, to try to move them out of their sadness. But when we do that, we send them the signal that sadness is not okay, that they should be happy all the time. And so what might happen is that they will try to escape these emotions later on in their lives. So that's when we, you know, when we have that feeling that we need to to escape negative emotions, that's when we start introducing food and shopping and substances as buffers, as escape mechanisms to feel the unpleasant emotion. So that's when we will, you know, we'll feel disappointed and here we go, we eat chocolate. We feel sad, so here is a glass of wine. You feel bored, then scroll on social media. And you feel uncomfortable um, about, you know, eating chocolate and now not feeling good in your body. Now uh, watch Netflix. So this is when we try to get rid of unpleasant emotions and that's when we overeat, overdrink, overspend, overconsume, overwork, over social media, etc., etc. And when they are tiny little children, our kids, they know that some emotions that are uncomfortable in the body are part of their life. And I remember when I didn't have these tools and my daughter was really tiny, she was three years old or something, she found a snail in the garden. And so she spent all this time watching the snail, observing it and looking at it. And she played um, while she was doing that. And by without realizing, she stepped on the snail and the snail got crushed. And she got really, really upset. She was very sad. She started crying and my immediate response as a mom, I didn't know all these things that I know today, I try to make it better for her. I try to distract her, try to reframe the situation. And she turned around at me and, and she looked into my eyes and she said, but mom, I want to be sad because I love this nail. And literal children do know that all emotions are part of life. And they also, what we know is that they need help with allowing their emotions, with regulating their nervous system. And we can help them do that. The first step is to feel our own emotions, to regulate our nervous system so that we can hold space for them. And when we accept our emotions, we can also allow them to accept their own emotions, especially when they know already that that's okay. It's part of life. Thank you for listening today. It was a very personal topic for me and I'm so happy I shared it with you today. So talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. Follow this podcast so that you can receive this weekly gift in your favorite podcast app. All you need to do is to open your favorite app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify app on your phone, search for Thrive with Christina Bob, click on the show and you will see a little plus sign or a follow button on the upper right corner. Click on it and it's done. And the best way to support this podcast is to leave a review on your favorite platform. 
If this podcast was useful for you, share it with friends and family so that they can benefit from it too. Thank you. I'll be back next week.